Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Naked Leadership Podcast. My name is Chad. This week, I'm with Dan once again, and we are talking about the communication paradox, which measures both frankness and diplomacy. This is, of course, coming from the Harrison assessment that we use. It's a tool that we use with our clients to map out culture and to help leaders develop themselves. There are so many powerful distinctions in this short conversation with Dan and I. I can't wait for you to listen. And of course, if you want more information on the Harrison assessment, please feel free to click the link in the description of this episode and we would love to discuss it with you. This is also a tool that you can take advantage of for yourself and your team. So without further delay, let's get into it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Naked Leadership Podcast. My name is Chad. I'm here with Dan today. We're alone, brother. I know. I, we've been abandoned. He <laughs> ran off to Barbados with his beautiful bride, or fiance and soon to be bride that's right and here we are by ourselves we're missing him yeah adrian's not with us today but we're going to have a good conversation this is another installment in the harrison assessment episodes that we've been doing we only have four more of these including this one so we've gone through eight of the 12 paradoxes um, so today we're, t- we're taking on what's called the communication paradox. And it's been a couple minutes since we've done one of these episodes. So I just want to remind people that uh, the paradox theory is where two seemingly contradictory ideas work together synergistically. Um, so in the communication paradox, which is, call- which is defined as how you manage directness and tactfulness when communicating with others, it measures frank So being frank with somebody and being diplomatic with somebody, Uh, they define frank or frankness as the tendency to be straightforward, direct to the point and forthright and diplomatic, the tendency to state things as a, in a tactic, tactful manner. I almost didn't get it out of there. (laughs) But um, I, I just, Dan, usually uh, in these episodes, which I just love, you, you have some really taking off points in each of these paradoxes. When you think about this paradox or you do a debrief with a client around this paradox, and this is one of the ones that you want to talk with them about, where do you start? How do you start to talk about the communication paradox? Um, well, well, just back a little bit. I, I'd like yes, to talk please. about the paradox, like you said, too seemingly conflicting ideas, right? Yep. And really what those ideas are, they're actually describing dynamics that we are going to naturally, we're just putting words to or language to, software to, dynamics that that every leader, somebody who's working to bring something into existence is going to navigate at some level or, or another. So when we, these are, when we talk about this particular communication paradoxes it's a great one because you can really display this dynamic right but it's really apparent yeah Yeah. it's very apparent in it and each paradox has a an active trait or dynamic and a passive dynamic right and and so in this one you're talking about frankness as the active dynamic and 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 then diplomacy is the more passive dynamic and when you know, when you when, the way I talk about these is that first off, communi- this communication is how you manage your directness and tactfulness in 
communicating with others. And the ideal state is what they call forthright diplomacy, right? So you're, you, can be, you can be frank when you need to be, you can be diplomatic when you need to be, or you can be both if necessary. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you know, the more you can get flexible like that, then the more, the more success you're going to have in communicating the ideas you want to get across, right? You'll be able to cooperate uh, in relationships with others and be respectful of them and build up an authentic sense of connection so that communication can flow. Yeah, this um, I'll paint the picture again. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can actually look at the thumbnail of this episode and it will show you the actual table that these um, that these ideas are graphed on. So it's four quadrants, um, Frank running up the vertical axes or axis and diplomacy on or diplomatic on the bottom and the the top right corner, which is what you're talking about, Dan, if you were to, if you were both high on Frank and high on diplomatic, you would fall into that quadrant, right? Top, right. And that's forthright diplomacy, Harrison defining it as the tendency to be forthright and respectful at the same time. And I love that you talked about that, Dan, you could both be Frank at times when you need to be, you can be diplomatic at times when you need to be, or both, or or maybe most of the time, both at the same time. Yes, whatever's required, right? There, you, you really look into the situation, say what's wanted and needed. And what people need to know too is when you do the assessment, you may you may look at the assessment and find yourself in one quadrant more than the other. You might only have a third or a half of your behavioral um your range of behavior, your range of behavior in the forthright diplomacy, but that's not that, that that's just for recognition purposes. So if I notice, let's say, let's say I have more of my behavioral range in the evasive quadrant, which is high dipl- diplomatic, low frankness. If I'm aware of that, then I can, I can recognize that when as if I'm starting to get really, I'm, I might show up as evasive in a communication, which means Frankly, I think I'm being clear. Here's an evidence. If you're evasive, here's what you find yourself saying. I said that and nobody heard it. <laughs> I, you think you're being very emphatic, but if other people are hearing, oh, it's not that important to them or it's not, you know, they're not getting the message, it, right? So that, that's an indicator that you're being too evasive. So these dynamics show up in very real ways and and if I'm aware of it, then I, it's not a problem. I can then notice, oh, I probably need to be more emphatic here. In fact, when I feel like I'm being too frank, it's probably just right. Mm. right? Or if I feel like I'm being blunt, it's probably I'm starting to be diplomatic, you know, forthright and diplomatic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love that um, idea of like if you in – meetings in relationships at work or that kind of stuff. If you find yourself feeling like you're not being heard um, or, or, you know, people just don't get right. me. They don't hear me. They don't hear me. Right. Um, chances are you're falling within this evasive behavior. Um, and the opposite of that is blunt. You mentioned it. Yeah. Right. Blunt being the tendency to be frank or direct without being su- sufficiently t- tactful or diplomatic. And, and that one, quite frankly, is more damaging, at least in a, in a shorter period of time, because what you'll tend to do is drive people from talking to you. Why didn't they tell me that? Yes. You know, 
I'll find myself upset that somehow I'm not hearing things when I need to. And that might very well be because people are afraid to tell you something because I'm so, you know, I've had this, issue, I've had this feedback where I'm so blunt or I'm frank that it's blunt that people don't feel like it's safe enough to say anything or, and so they keep it to themselves. Yeah. And then another element of both the, uh, the assessment, the Harrison assessment, but also just real life, we can start to notice our behaviors is if we typically fall evasive um, and the, the tactics that we're employing as an evasive person aren't working and we get under stress because they're not working, we flip. They're yeah. called flips, right? And we flip into blunt. Blunt. Yeah, so the more imbalance, it's very interesting because this, this is one of the, it's a really unique assessment in that it's not an either or sorter, like, meaning whenever you take most assessments, you're either frank or diplomatic, right? This is saying, no, we actually, human beings are both. The question is, when are you both? How often, how balanced are you in this tension, right? And so, you know, thinking about, being blunt, or you, you, you're going to, you're going to have certain markers in your relationships, right? And if you're, let's say you've tried, you're blunt, let's say you, you're high on Frank and low, you're like a nine on Frank and a three on diplomacy, you're going to live mostly in the blunt quadrant, but you're going to have a flip to evasive. You act, people flip to the opposite of their, of what they're, comfortable with when what they're comfortable with doesn't work right right so there's not a balance there and when it that like my bluntness doesn't work i might flip into evasiveness because i don't know what to do mm -hmm. it's not working right so it's like a passive aggressive kind of experience yeah it's it's interesting i think of it one of the ways that I think of it is you think of the character who's around the office and they're like mousing around, right? They're like not stepping on anybody's toes and not saying what they really think. They're just smiling and blah, 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 blah. And, and all of a sudden people will describe it as they just flipped out. Yeah. They flipped out. They, they, they bugged out on us. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> and, they, went all of a sudden they start saying everything that they've been thinking for the last six months that they, they think they've been saying, but they haven't. And they're saying it without that tactfulness. Right. And that's that flip out. Yep. That's that flip. Exactly. Now the, the, the way to look at it on the blunt side, you might have somebody who's really powerful and you experience them as powerful. And all of a sudden they disappear. They don't, they're missing meetings. Uh, they don't want to talk about the issue because they're being evasive because they, their bluntness hasn't worked and they have no, they don't realize there's another resource, right? They, they're, there's, it's either this or nothing. Yeah. I was, it, we were in a conversation over a project with another team uh, a couple of weeks ago. And one of the team members is very, very strong, very outspoken. You, you never are guessing what they're thinking and, and it's usually not very tactful and, I noticed um, suddenly they went to, okay, just tell me what to do. Yes. <laughs> what do you want? Or what do you want me to do? Yes. Yes. Just tell me what you want me to do. Yep. 
And that was a total flip, right? What yep. they, they realized that the frankness, that the, um, the bluntness that they were coming at the topic with was not working. And so they resided and pulled back into this what, evasive. What occur to them are questions like, gosh, this doesn't seem like it's working. What, what am I missing with you? What do yeah. you need from me? Right? Those don't occur. There's a whole array of questions that I could use to find out that don't occur if I'm in a flip. Because it's more of a defensive reaction. I'm moving into survival to protect myself. And I've lost sight of what I'm trying to accomplish in the communication, right? So it, it, there's a, there's a, these, these paradoxes are really great to help open up inquiries when you see, mm -hmm. so you don't have to get, a, if somebody's really blunt or evasive or, you know, they, they're flipping here and there, rather than reacting to them, you have a better sense of, you know, gosh, there's some resource missing. Maybe I can provide that. Maybe I can open up and draw them into the conversation to have them bring their gift to the conversation, even though they may feel a bit um, vulnerable in doing it. Yeah. I love that you, you, constantly bring that up that the results of these assessments are not a life sentence right it's not a, you're not this yes it's your tendency and it's it's what you prefer to do right and mm -hmm. preferences change over a lifetime mm -hmm. and even over a, a period of time as you get more familiar with what's wanted and needed yeah absolutely and i think this for me this communication paradox is maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but it feels like one of the more simple paradoxes or the most apparent. Um, yeah, we can see typically what's going on with somebody by observing some of their behavior in this. So I, I, I love going after this one with clients um, because it's, it's a really, uh, they can really see themselves wherever they fall within the quadrants. So uh, anything final, like anything you want to make sure that we, that we say about the communi communication paradox um, in frankness or diplomacy before we wrap this up? Well, you know, um, more of a kind of a, I want to kind of pull up to a little higher altitude because these, we've gone through quite a few of these uh, um, paradoxes. And yeah. this is one of the key paradoxes in what's called the personal, the personal dynamic. There's, a, there, there are three dynamics that Harrison illuminates using these, these, using four, in each dynamic, there's four paradoxes. And this one's in the personal dynamic. In, in interpersonal, your, yep. Interpersonal, this is what, part of what happens for you interpersonally, the way you communicate. And it affects, particularly communication, affects your ability to implement what you wanna get done. Mm. Right. So, so, and it's the first paradox in implementation and the third in paradox in personal dynamic. Right. And, but you can see how vital it is. It's kind of the linchpin between your, what's going on for you interpersonally and your ability to work with a team to implement something. Yes. If, if I'm really blunt and I'm, I'm interpersonally going to create tension and people aren't going to want to work with me. So it's going to affect my ability to get what I want to get done, done with people, implement it. Yeah. Innovation goes down. Production goes down. Delegation doesn't work. It, 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 it's a stifler. And, and so, you know, the, and if you, in, in the, in the interpersonal, if you think about it in that interpersonal uh kind of dynamic, 
you've got you've got four paradoxes. The first one, of course, is opinions, and the second one is self. The third one is um, uh, communication, and the fourth one is power. And we're gonna. I don't know if we have we done. I don't think we've done the power paradox. We haven't done power yet. That'll be in but, two. That's right. So that's that's the inter, that that's a dynamic. All those are very interpersonal dynamics that work together to create your relationship, both with yourself and others. You know, and and how you, which has a lot to do with your ability to then achieve and lead. Yeah, that's great. Um, so much, so much here. So much power in such a short time. Um, really appreciate this conversation. So. Uh, of course, again, I want to point out if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can see how these how this paradox is displayed in the thumbnail. Um, otherwise, uh, there's a link inside the episode description where you can check out the Harrison assessment and uh, and all the information that's contained there. So anyway, thanks so much, Dan. Oh, always, always a pleasure. Miss my buddy. Um, I wish she was here. It's always fun to get Adrian going. We get a good a good chemistry going. But this was a lot of fun with you too. So thanks. Chad, for doing such a great job. Without you, we'd be a mess. You're doing well, very well. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dan. Bye-bye, everybody. Well, my friends, thank you so much for listening to yet another conversation on the Naked Leadership Podcast. Your listenership and commitment to the podcast means the world to us. If this podcast or these conversations has helped helped or inspired you in any way, would you mind going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a five-star rating and a glowing review? This helps us grow the movement and reach more leaders and teams. Finally, the greatest compliment that you can give us is sharing the podcast with your teams and the other leaders in your life. Until next week, bye-bye everybody.